as usual doesn't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean... and to uh, display the right, the right doesn't give a shit. Rick Lowry, editor of National Review, writing for Politico, Clarence Thomas should be should be used to the smears by now, <laughs> not for the first time or presumably the last. The dogs are out for justice, Clarence Thomas. Justice, Clarence Thomas. You see, that's how we can tell. Like the other one was Clarence Thomas. This one is justice. Clarence. Yes, yeah. The justice who's come. The that's justice, so true. <laughs> the justice dread, Judge Dredd. The justice whose confirmation fight set the standard for nasty campaigns of personal destruction, who has been the subject of insulting attacks throughout his ten tenure, casting him as not truly up for the job, is now getting smeared as politicized tool for the advancement of his wife's agenda. In a sentiment typical of his his latest anti-Thomas campaign, Senator Ron Wade says that his conduct on the Supreme Court looks increasingly corrupt. I mean, in his typical anti-Thomas campaign, is there a strong anti-Thomas campaign going on? We haven't. Where is Ron Wade anyway? <laughs> this is a heavy charge to make that. In a better word, would require at least a, at least a swintilla. What is that? Oh, oh, you don't have this one. So I don't know how to pronounce that. Of evidence, it's like I would have gone with epsilon, but it's a very weird word. Scintilla of evidence. Say a pattern suggesting a quid pro quo, compromising information found on a wayward laptop, or failing that something, anything untoward. What what the justice critics have is a series of texts from his political activist wife. Virginia, known as Ginny, to the White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows in the aftermath of the 2020 election, urging him to fight against what she calls the greatest heist of our history. These texts are feverish and apocalyptic. He has to admit that. That you know, I, I think he's also like subtextually saying that. Come on, guys, his wife is crazy. What do you want him to do? Like she's. This was this was her text to Mark Meadows, not to. Thomas, like, can you imagine the conversations they had at home? The, like the text she was, the, I, I, I'm willing, yeah, I, you're, you're muted. I'm sorry. But at the same time, she put up with all his like mischiefs and all his things back in the day, no? I, I don't know when they got my, ah, I, okay. no, I, 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 yeah, I, maybe, maybe, or at least, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I assume, I hope she's, I don't know. I hope she's not a monster. I hope she, she does. I hope she thinks he hasn't done it. <laughs> I mean, I hope she's. I mean, what kind of? I mean, you have to be a proper monster if you think somebody's done rape and this. I mean, I don't know. Um, anyways, but yeah, I mean, he has to admit they are like she's a psycho, guys. Come on, <laughs> and unless you believe that the election was stolen, wins inducing them, uh, and unless you believe that the election was stolen, wins inducing the messages though don't require Thomas to recuse himself from 2020 election or January 16 related cases, let alone prove that he has done anything out of bounds or corrupt. So yeah, I mean, don't, you know, hold your breath there. He's not going <laughs> to recuse himself from shit, you know. Uh, and then he goes, you know, oh, funnily enough, though, I find that that was quite funny. Listen to this. Put aside the spouses. We have recent precedents for justices with a direct connection to cases not recusing. Alina Kagan, 
didn't recuse herself from the Obamacare case, even though she was a solicitor general when the Obama administration strategized about how to defend the law. Stephen Breyer didn't recuse when the Supreme Court decided on the constitutionality of sentencing guidelines that he had a large hand in shaping prior to joining the court. So this Elena Keegan person, poor, she's been just basically used <laughs> as a, you know, from both from sides. From both sides, so, yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> both see it differently, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I would, again, yeah. say that, uh, I, I, I mean, I hate to say it, but I feel like, I, I mean, they have a slightly better argument. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it seems like it from, like, as I'm listening. I mean, yeah, At least like Solicitor General is somehow yeah, connected it's to It's not those. a slam dunk. I mean, now, I guess, as I'm, like, you know, taking this story in and getting it more, I guess, the fact that she was so open about that, I guess it's, yeah, maybe brings a bit of like extra conflict of interest than you're usually used to. Because I guess oftentimes you don't know what the spouse or stuff, what they're into and all that. So, yeah. I'm just saying, man, there's six of them are voting the <laughs> way that they're going to vote. Yeah. This guy has the ch- chance to just make his life a slightly more bearable. Like, <laughs> Can you imagine, like, constantly, oh, Trump just said that. Did you hear what Trump oh my said? God. Trump said, Trump said, Biden, oh, my God, the machines are from Venezuela. <laughs> the pillows, get the pillows. Yeah, it's got to be. Well, I, I it's, forgot about all that shit. <laughs> Can you imagine living with somebody who will never forget about that shit? Yeah, uh, I, I mean, yeah. I would never want to, like, yeah, live with someone maybe overly politicized <laughs> or too political and yeah and also like someone who works in the same place as you i mean this is not the case but yeah those are two <laughs> I mean, politico- two things I, mean, I wouldn't wish on anyone yeah this might go back against maybe that's like the video about the site ruling elite being mm-hmm. psychopaths maybe if the billionaires know but they rule if like being a yeah exactly like being married to or in a relationship with somebody who actually makes political decisions or being that person it does require some level of i suppose numbness to i don't know you know what i mean like yeah but i mean yeah yeah. i guess people like compartmentalize stuff and they don't even know about it or they see yeah you you could argue somebody married to yeah if you're married to somebody like a lady who's i don't know she builds houses construction in high-end areas they're doing as much evil probably i mean you know it's all this yeah you're kind of see but yeah it's really not uh, familiar with this story at all too sorry it took me a while to wrap my head around it no no man good for (laughs) you that's (laughs) keep away from this what else Uh, we have we have a few more fun stories i don't know if you have them under your eyes or uh, I have one more, which is not in our lineup. So I thought, I thought I told you about it. So I thought I'd quickly cover it. Yeah, it uh, did you hear about this guy, Madison Cawthorn? And he made allegations about how Washington is filthy. No. Are those allegations Madison. or like <laughs> accurate descriptions? I don't know. I mean, like, sure. That's, like... The whole world went, oh, no. <laughs> Are you saying they're... No way. But... He, uh, he's, a, he's just a, one of the, I can't think of, like, I have, like, people in public, you know, you say, oh, I hate this guy, this guy is evil, blah, blah, blah. But somebody like him is genuinely, I don't know, like. What is it? What's pe- the story? 
he's he's on a wheelchair. Okay. Yeah. And <laughs> okay, element one. He's yeah, disabled <laughs> person. And this is not a you know awful thing to anyone to happen. But the way he presents himself very much without saying anything is always like as if he's a veteran or like okay. you know, it's never specifically mentioned that I, I think he got like he got it in a drunk driving like incident. Yes. <laughs> yeah and, and I, like he's basically a douchey like um frat boy basically the very <laughs> fratty vibe he made it he made an advertisement a couple of months ago in which he's in a modern city going with his wheelchair through like a future city that looks like shit like looks like like uh, like a very creepy version of jetsons mm. or something and then anyway and then he apparently was on a podcast recently and he said that uh you know, uh, by the way, oh my, that's just the whole thing. And he's famous from what? Like, like. Oh, he's a con. con- uh, he's a congressperson. Wait, let's okay, he's a politician. Yes, yes, he's a representative, 11th district mm-hmm. since 2021, Republican, oh. and also famous for being a douchebag. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, he's also part of the uh, election. He's a stolen, uh, like. He's friend. He's in the same WhatsApp group as Clarence Thomas Spikes. They're all in the same WhatsApp group. So, uh, genuine, like there is. Oh, by the way, significant number of uh, sexual allegations against him Jeez. to the point that, like, it's almost you know, it's kind of getting to the level of uh, what's his name? Uh, Will you know what I mean? Like, it's just like okay, one. You know, whatever. It's just, man, there is like about 56 people like saying that. <laughs> yeah, just, we can't ignore this. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's ridiculous. Uh, so I, I'll get to the sexual, sexual misconduct, but let's, I just wanted to start with this because just, I mean, the prayer call, this guy. So he, where is it? Where is it? When asked for the retreat. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just looking. No worries, no worries. Maybe you should do that thingy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Please, um, please like Talks and good. subscribe. <laughs> no, but I'll mention two two stories I'm looking forward to talk about that we haven't done. One is about one of my, well, it's a real subject, so I'm not being funny right now. It's about homeless people and like how much of a big deal people make out of it for absolutely no reason. And then the second one is Joe Rogan's dumb guest. <laughs> So we still have those two stories to look forward to. And please like and subscribe. But yeah, I don't know. I'm running out of stuff to stay here. No. Oh, all right. Oh, there okay. we go. Perfect. Time. I found fact. Perfect. Time. Yeah. So he he in a podcast, he discussed the issue of sexual perversion and a drug use in Washington. You know, two things that I assume most people you know, we associate that with a lot of things, but yeah. not with Washington or politicians. Of course not. Yeah, politicians are perverts. Oh. So Cawthorn, this is from Politico, Cawthorn first raised observing sexual perversions since he came to Washington during a podcast interview in which he was asked whether the TV show House of Cards, which features an ambitious, corrupt congressman trying to rise to power, is fictitious or more like a documentary. I mean, the question itself is fantastic. You can imagine the vibe of the podcast, bunch of bros. <laughs> so, by the way, I, I, I gave up on House of Cards after season four. If anybody watched the British version, much better. Even the British version, season three is pretty crap. Though. Uh, and in House of Cards, like the 
most perverted thing he had is that like he had a threesome with his wife and his bodyguard is that like the perversion and he he had some like there were some implications that he may have had gay relations with his friends because that's not perversion man wait house of cards is, is what <laughs> house of TV cards show. a tv show with what's his name is that one right with kevin space kevin yeah. Sp- yeah 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 i never watched he- that one really uh, it's it was uh, the season one was good, but it became it was way too. Uh, I mean, it was funny because it's now I I gave up on it because I felt it was unrealistic. Mm. But then Trump got elected, so maybe <laughs> it wasn't. Uh, anyway, but but yeah, it was. I, I maybe in later seasons he got maybe he did actually do perverted like to children or something. But the first four seasons, like the most weird thing out there thing, he had a threesome. Like with his bodyguard and his wife, and yeah, so and people not, consider not, that as being. I don't. So yeah. maybe he does. I don't. I mean, he's a Republican, so probably he does. That's true. I assume, but 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 like I'm just saying that you know the perversion he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Is just put it in the context. Like this is not like, you know, this is not Jeffrey Epstein. Like fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was a it was a realistic depiction. Cawthorn suggested to the interviewer, claiming he had gotten sexually pursued and observed cocaine use since his election in 2020. Cocaine use? Well, what, you next? You're going to tell me they smoke too? I mean, this is crazy. This is Man, It's like that, that story that I brought a while ago about the UK where they went in like the parliament and stuff and they checked like in all the toilet stalls and everywhere oh, yeah, you could yeah, find yeah. like traces of coke. <laughs> like it's all over the place <laughs> i'm sorry but if you get to that level of power i think dylan moran makes that joke once if you get to that level of power and money what do you have like what do you expect them to do not to do coke that would be weird i promise you that would be weird you know like but, in succession that really good actor who's like the friend of kendall at the same time they they depict that pretty well um, the guy who like you know who has a lot of money as well. Sorry, we're going completely. Oh, the Iranian guy, Arun no, Modi, the the really... who's on the board. Yeah, he's on the board too, but he's like Kendall's friend, his younger guy, you... like the really good actor that who's doing a bunch of movies nowadays. Yeah, yeah, he's Iranian. Oh, I really? Think. Okay, interesting. Well, I, I mean, if yeah, yeah, he's the guy who's Kendall's friend, but then betrays him. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, they betray each other like. Two. Nine yeah, every times. Day. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, every yeah, exactly. But exactly, you know. Yeah, did he has something to do with cooking? Oh yeah, of course. I mean, like from the get go. I mean, even like they meet oh, at a yeah. coffee shop in the morning, and, and he's cooking. like, he's like, give me a minute. Yeah. Well, Kendall was clean at that point, you know. Then he. He goes out crazy. Anyway, sorry, go back. Yeah, yeah, I know you're. I mean, I I just remembered in that you have the Republican politician who does cook with the. With Rome uh, in the bathroom. I think they do coke together. Oh, I, don't I don't know if you've got, maybe no, you haven't got it. No. It's in season. It's not, I didn't ruin anything. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, uh, so, by, by the way, I watched the video where he says, he says, I was offered to go, uh, somebody came up to me and said to go to a sexual, uh, sexual get together. And I don't know what is a sexual get together. <laughs> but <laughs> sure, <I'm> never... <laughs> it's like, it's the most like, uh, I don't know, like family friendly version of an orgy. I think it's like you put on a Christmas movie and you start slowly stroking each other's genitalia. Like, <laughs> but you know, it's but it's probably that because it's just like people, like people before always just say party, party, and then they're like, no, it's not a party, it's a get together. 
so it's like the same thing and there's like technically no, no difference with them so, oh so it's a, about the number of people maybe maybe, maybe less true. Than six people at the orgies again <laughs> oh my god but can you imagine by the way like i like all your life i imagine he might have been in orgies he was in frater but like people like wanting to be all your life in an orgy and you become powerful and you become elected politician and then you're invited by i don't know like Mitch McConnell. <laughs> <laughs> I walk up to my house. Uh, or, or, no, thank uh, you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or Chuck Schumer. Chuck Schumer in his class. God, you wanna, hey, you look beautiful, little boy. <laughs> like, oh, my God. It's the most disappointing, like... It's not, it wasn't worth it at all. <laughs> that's I, I just realized that's why they all wear the masks in the, <laughs> in the top level orgy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, his comments in oh, this gets better. His comments infuriated his colleagues, some of who some of whom felt left out. <laughs> No, sorry. Some of whom felt unfairly maligned while the freshman firebrand sought to paint himself as above a lorit fray, with some members pointing to how he was fa- he has faced media reports detailing sexual misconduct allegations against him before he was elected to Congress. The resulting furor went viral, serving as yet another distraction uh, for a House GOP. And then you have reports that McCarthy, who's the leader of the Republicans right now, uh, is gonna uh, uh, show up. Listen to this. Republican Madison Cawthorn showed up in person for a primary challenger to one of his House GOP colleagues Wednesday night, just as fellow Republicans started suggesting he's the next incumbent incumbent under threat. Uh, Where is it? Where is the Kevin McCarthy bit? But sorry, I can't find it. Oh, Republican re- leaders question Cawthorns about DC drugs. I think one of them. I can't, sorry, I can't find it. I, oh, Cawthorns own GOP colleagues have spent some of the fundraisers feet away, quietly joking at his expense, according to people in the room. The uncomfortable moment illustrates the awkward position Cawthorn now finds himself. After riding out multiple waves of many controversies over past comments and behavior, he now seems doused by a political tsunami after alleging on a podcast that some of his colleagues attended orgies and used cocaine, which, I mean, you didn't, like, this is such a, like, I feel like me, sexual misconduct is so much serious than saying politicians have, have orgies and do cocaine. Like, like uh, non-politicians do that. That's not even that special anymore. Like everybody's poly. Uh, you know, I'm looking at somebody who is going to best represent North Carolina, and I've concluded Mr. Cawthorn is not that person. Senator Thom Tillis said in a brief interview, adding that he's endorsed an incompetent primary challenger for the first time in my political career, because I feel that is strongly about it. I couldn't find the Kevin McCarthy bit, but he's also sort of asking him questions like i think the main question is uh, but oh talking of there is this great snl sketch about the uh clarence thomas getting uh confirmed and they bring him in and all the senators are like okay senator so uh there are allegations that you you know did this with these ladies and stuff we just want to ask you how do you talk to the ladies? <laughs> so, you know, I have feeling this Kevin McCartney is just going to be 
he's just angry that he's never been invited to any <laughs> orgy or any cocaine party. He's going to be, no, there is no, that's going to be any public or any press for this hearing. Everybody out. Who asks you? <laughs> I am I never right invited? <laughs> Who's your dealer? And why am I never invited? <laughs> But yeah, so things are crazy, man. You know, yeah, next thing you're going to hear is that politicians are in it for themselves, not for the people. <laughs> They're like it's shocking news coming out left and right. All right, Sam, let's wrap up today's uh, episode with, with three more stories. So two from Katie Halper and then Joe Rogan's. Yeah. I mean, I keep on saying dumb guest. I mean, I only know him from that one clip. So maybe just that one clip, he sounded dumb. And in fact, he's not dumb, but it's Ali Sadiq, by the way. I just double checked comedian. We'll get to that. But before that, Katie Halper had an episode or a video posted on YouTube called Brian Becker on Regime Change, Andrew Gold on Exorcism. So I didn't watch the regime change part. So I think we're going to more go on the exorcisms. I did. Yeah, oh, you really, watched that? Yeah, anything to yeah, say it, there if you want to? Really good, really good. Actually, so, so good. You know, as you, I usually hate it when people discuss 1953 coup of Iran mm-hmm. uh, because I think they don't know shit about it. But the guy who was uh, on Katie Alper's show, he actually talked about it in a really, like, he knew his shit. Interesting. Like, so, so like, like most people don't acknowledge the fact that but, but by the time the coup happened, at, at least majority of the middle class was pretty much for the coup and mm. was against Mossadegh because of the sanctions, because of the blockade. It was, you know, not because necessarily, but, you know, that things. So it was, yeah, he mentioned that. And I, because most people, oh, there was the 1953 coup. And because of that, in 1979, there was a back blowback. Oh, fuck off. Uh, not everything in the world is about mm-hmm. you. And uh, yeah, uh, so, yeah, I really enjoyed that. And he was very good. He was just, you know, per, he was, uh, just, you know, taking the, you know, position that invasion of Russia, of Ukraine is heartbreaking, illegal, blah, 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 bad. But at the same time, NATO should have, you know, reconfigured and not blah, blah, blah. I see, I see. Uh, yeah, I didn't, um, I didn't listen to that one. I just listened to the Andrew Gould one, Exorcisms. And that, that was, that was kind that of That was fun. awesome. Yeah. So he's just pretty much Andrew Gould from what I got. He's one of these, you know, documentarians who just wanders around and <laughs> and finds BB, fun for stories BBC. Yeah, yeah for bbc and other ones well this one he said he shot it and everything and then they, he sold it to the bbc i think so yeah, it doesn't yeah, work, yeah, yeah. he doesn't work directly for bbc and this one takes he place has his in, own podcast and shit as well yeah true he mentioned it, and he was like he's far bigger than us so we like we are introducing <laughs> him as if <laughs> guys <laughs> did you hear this this guy But he said, (laughs) up and coming. (laughs) But he himself said that he's not as big as he should be. Well, no, he didn't say it though. Anyway, his podcast is bigger on non YouTube, (laughs) on non YouTube platforms. And he's like, yeah, so now I'm trying to get big on YouTube too. So that's why I'm on your show, Katie. (laughs) Something along those lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Actually, he's, he didn't seem to be super lefty even. Like, if, I don't know if you recall, he kept saying, I tried to be in the middle. Yeah, and he does seem like the kind of guy who, like, follows the story a bit, maybe more than more than others. I mean, of course, everybody's influenced by their, their takes. Like, for him, like, exorcisms, he went and, like, he gave the guy a fair shot. I will explain what it is. But, of course, he already had his, 
<laughs> rightly so, his preconceived idea that is bullshit. But apparently, there's this big priest in Argentina, like. I mean, it's apparently very popular and it's becoming a sort of industry. So I guess it's the equivalent of sort of prosperity church in uh, like Protestant countries Mm -hmm. that, you know, you know, they do evangelical stuff and they sort of cure you and they bring you a snake or something. Uh, These places, they just, you go crazy and they come and do this. And it's, it's fucked up, man. The videos were fucked up. I watched some more videos after that. And I can't believe like, What's the point of government if they can't stop these charlatans? Really, like, and by the way, the the, the Pope that gets all the good publicity and shit, he's okay with all of this. I, I mean, he was yeah. in Argentina himself, so he must he should, may have done a couple. I, oh, which I like know. that? I don't know. Pope, the current Pope, you're saying? Yeah, yeah, the current Pope. Wait, wait, what did you say? He, he's okay with like uh, really uh, exercise, as far as I know. Yeah. Mm. I mean, he hasn't banned it or anything. I mean, I guess if you're not taking advantage of someone and so <laughs> you're not fooling some poor people with real problems, I guess it could be okay in that sense. But the way what? he's taking it, he's taking advantage How? of his power. Like, let's say to if you and I, if you believed in it and I believed in it and we took part in it on each other, whatever it is that they do, it's more okay, okay than this guy making a living from and poor sick people you're making a case for the consensual <laughs> consensual <laughs> position and this position informed <laughs> consensual equal <laughs> exorcism Could be is of okay. any gender <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah and the guy yeah. apparently didn't mind at all of course being recorded and he was so excited um, hearing that's going to be on BBC. Oh, for him, it's publicity. Yeah, but you know, I really like what he did in his documentary, which is, and then I guess we can talk about whatever. But this one part, the way he like, it, he like disproved it, which is, I guess, like um, really sad. With this, he would go and he went back a year later and filmed the people who like claimed to have been healed right there, and they were in much worse yeah. situations. Like you no, know, you so did... he gave an empirical. No, you didn't have to do that, man. Like I, there is, there was no causality established in the first place, so you didn't have yeah. to do that. But yeah, that was. Yeah. Uh, but it did. It was a bit nostalgic for me. It reminded me of the days when I used to watch Bill Maher, and you know, just the, the world was so much simpler. Bad guys were the crazy Christians and you know, crazy religious people in general. Yeah. And they were so much easier targets than, and they weren't. Like they were at least honest with themselves. They weren't these pearl clutching, like shitty. Lip- I don't know. I miss those. <laughs> a good enemy is yeah. a I mean, valuable thing. Good, easy ones to pick on. Yeah. But yeah, man, anything were, else they from were this? So, which... Like, you know, there's that Bill Margos, that guy's thing in his documentary, the guy with the dinosaurs and like uh, Flintstones living together you know like humans right one of them is riding one of them is using using a dinosaur's mouth as a dishwasher and oh no no no, it's not exactly the museum is very similar to this but uh yeah and you know and they were so he was like yeah that's i think dinosaurs live he was like seriously saying that and it was such good times such good times i miss those guys I mean, I don't really. I really don't, and I hope they don't come back. But whatever. <laughs> Do you know anybody who's into this kind of stuff? I remember there was this guy I used to work with, and like he was like a, a bit religious. And then I guess he read me pretty well because I knew him only for a month or two. But he like believed in like Avoided. spirits or something. 
<laughs> and like I asked them, come on, tell me about this. Like, no, I'm not going to tell you. I know you're just going to make fun of me and all this. I was like, no, come on. I'll be come nice. On. And then yeah, he yeah. told me his ghost or spirit thing. I can't even remember what it was. And I, and I was nice. I didn't make fun of him. And I just moved okay. on. I'm don't like, tell me. I'm like, but, I don't go yeah. around. Am I that bad? I don't go around a work environment. <laughs> <laughs> and like laugh at people or something I'm like, come on. Yeah, you are no, right no, that no. i don't believe you but come on <laughs> not gonna shit i can't over control you. myself though i've i it has happened that i was in like a teacher's lounge mm. and i was eating my food and somebody said some like yeah did you know like i don't know these saints uh tomb is actually scientifically gives of energies that are positive i remember and i was like uh, so I, I laughed my ass off and then i was like come on let's bet let's bet and uh, I, I was a dick i was it gives off energy i mean what the f- anyway like, yeah. I mean, if you said I get a good uh, feeling around it or something, that's fine because that's no, in no. Your head. He said scientifically, yeah, yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, of course, yeah. So yeah. no, but I, I mean, to I, be honest, man, people say so many. I mean, I myself yeah, probably so many so weird many and things like that. So try to judge less and less as much yeah, as meets, possible. That's. I mean, that's. I mean, no, I don't try to judge less <laughs> and less. I, I I try to judge. Like, I just increasingly realized liberal scientists, artists, they're all equally as bad as religious people. So just we have different. I mean, they can be. That's kind of, I think we're having this argument yesterday or something a little bit. Slightly. Where I told you, like, you know. Is that argument? I I thought it's agreement. Agreement. (laughs) (laughs) I just made it up that you weren't agreeing with me. It's better that way, no. But yeah, that, you know, uh, agnostic or an atheist person can say more crazy things or be into more, you have more dogmatic beliefs in many areas of their lives than a religious person. And I've seen so many, weirdly, I've seen quite a few uh, agnostic, I mean, you see a lot of agnostic people that are, uh, superstitious though mm. like they go to people who read palms or uh, you know True. like coffee things or, but they don't really believe in like you know a specific I mean in Iran there were like count I knew so many oh yeah Iran is like a my Iran environment a, like nobody uh, was religious but all of them were into reading <laughs> coffee cups coffee tea leaves <laughs> Jung, uh, uh, half of my bookshelf is I've inherited from family members is Jung and astrology, and uh, none of them particularly religious. I wouldn't mm. say. Uh, I mean, that's one of my arguments that I always tell people that I feel like Iran is not a crazy country; they're just ahead of curve. That, all, like, yeah, it's you see it's happening like what happened with the iranian revolution and all that it's just it's slowly happening everywhere else and everywhere else it seems to be catching up with this whole language policing and you know everybody's a, has their own superstition every like megan mccain type thing that you know my religion is like cherry picking from your religion <laughs> everybody's basically a sort of a uh, you know presbyterian now just the most relaxed version of a anyway sorry tangent yeah no no worries but yeah the andrew go one the it sounded like it'd be a fun in documentary to stumble upon and watch it but i mean i've seen a lot of these things i mean they're they're not new i mean you can probably go around and make one of these per year i mean it's all really, over the place 
if I wasn't so lazy and such a, <laughs> a scaredy cat, I would have loved to because I always hear about these stories. It's ridiculous, man, that people say, you know, uh, my girl was supposed to get married by the time she was 25, but then this person wrote something and I think they put something in her food or they do the, you know, the eye yeah. thing in Iran and Turkish culture that the, the bad, like the bad eye got them. And I, it would be good. It just, yeah. equivalent of this crazy exorcism thing yeah i mean i don't think if this is related or if it's an answer to it but what was it that um, that guy who talked about on bbc that 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 uh, that guy who's also been on joe rogan he talked about just coincidence is much more common than you think Yeah. It's not a conspiracy. <laughs> I I didn't know Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. I didn't know Jeffrey. <laughs> But you know what he was saying yeah. about yeah, the odds true. of coincidence that's, and all this. That's largely true. Yeah. But okay, let's move on to this other story. I mean, this one was really a, a topic that I that I really um liked to an extent. So about homeless uh, homeless people and like their situation, everything. So the video was called Katie Halpel showed the manufacturing of wartime consent with Adam Johnson. I know yeah, the headline the, doesn't really go with <laughs> what I've watched, but that is <laughs> the headline because yeah. they don't talk about war too much. I mean, he does say that they use the language of war, of course, you know, like war on Christ, homeless crisis, homelessness crisis, like solving the homeless crisis. And what does that mean? And all this. But so, yeah, I mean, he just points out, um, talks Eric about that. And, yeah. And Eric Adams, now the new mayor of New York, you know him. Probably is he saying that he's going after homeless people more, or he even campaigned on on that? Yeah. Yeah. That well, no, he said his campaign was funded by the builders, so mm-hmm. landlords. So, <laughs> and he's he, he he's criminalizing homelessness, homelessness, home homelessnessless. Oh. Home. Oh, home. He's give people homes. Like, <laughs> stop this yeah. nonsense. But it's just I can't pronounce those, that word. Okay. <laughs> one of those issues and things for people who aren't homeless, of course, for people who are homeless, it's a real issue. It's their life. But for most people who are not homeless, right, and they find that as an issue, like even, not even, maybe it's not that um, crazy now. I mean, uh, Anna Kasparian, you know, she has, she's had one or two gaps where she talked about like the homeless situation in california and all this i just don't understand how people are bothered are implying, by it wait, wait. or why are they, you like, implying that the fact that the homeless person's presence may uh, lead to devaluation of my property by five percent <laughs> is not a real issue hey that's <laughs> not even that because everywhere that doesn't that's even happen true. that is <laughs> If yeah, anything, not necessarily the, not necessary. that is one of the most but like i don't understand how people are bothered by it or like it's them i mean i don't know what's going well, on I, in their I am heads certainly, if you ask me i mean maybe in some places but i just don't understand and my second point relates to this the only jokes i've told you this a bunch of time that i found to be like just so stupid and not funny is when i went to a, a small stand-up comedy shows in new york and they would make fun of from what i recall this is like over 10 years ago but they would non-stop just make fun of homeless people and What I don't find doing? that That's funny. Crazy to me. Um, I mean, at all, really. Yeah, but maybe, maybe I, it's just. I wish I've I had never, videos. I, yeah, I've never. I've been to loads of comedy shows, man. Loads of countries, and you always make fun of. powerful people like yeah, i don't exactly, know it's just, right? it doesn't like, make sense it's that's true not that's funny. real punching down that's really punching down against like people who would never be in a situation to like you know not that others can reply only, but yeah the it's only not, times it's just, like 
maybe in a school couple of times I've seen children like make mm-hmm. fun of somebody but like it's not funny if you make yeah. anyway but others but... who've been to others who I'm sure some people who watch your show have been to like you know the small comedy shows in New York is what I'm describing true if... let us maybe. know in the comments comment section that's what I recall and I mean yeah I remember was like yeah but uh anyways i i mean look i i think homelessness is a real issue of course it's a it's a huge yeah, yeah, issue but yeah. not because of not, the reasons that, yeah, that it Adams is for gives. people and yeah. yeah it's very disappointing but i don't really consider he's the mayor and gavin newsom is the california mm-hmm. thingy and i yeah good luck Yeah, and I mean, and he point in the article in the uh, in the video. Sorry, Adam Johnson. He points out some, you know, some facts and real <laughs> real news stories about you know and demystify some of the bullshit about you know in every city like they often say the homeless person comes from here and there. It's never from that city. They all just come there because there is like you know for some reason they're all coming there. And then the second one is like you know these promises that they make about you know will. give you good housing a shelter a shelter he he said some re- insane stats like in 90 something percent of the time 80% you know, yeah it's just like they don't go to shelters they, which is uh, yeah which is not surprising it, given that like lies and stuff from politicians but just at that level and yeah i mean it was like he described the shelters i i i think i once saw a shelter and it was yeah disgusting man it's like i rather sleep in a mm-hmm. couple of boxes like in a park or something and he It's said something crowded. very true and if you're It's... a grown-up you would take this into consideration if you're a real grown-up serious person which is that in a lot of these shelters they have strict like no drug policies or things like this and i mean oh, it's just the reality yeah i mean you know that's another thing that pisses me off i mean who the hell are you people who don't give money to homeless people because like you know they're like they're gonna go spend it on drugs Oh, and alcohol. I'm like, yeah, who the yeah, hell yeah. are you? What do you do? And I'm sure you're also living like p- spending yeah, p- every penny that you have anyway. And you're doing the exact same thing. You just have a better situation, granted. But yeah, who the hell are you, man? Like, it's just fuck off. No, man. Yeah. Netflix subscription, People <laughs> Magazine. I don't know, like petrol for your car. Fuck off. Like, yeah, yeah seriously. And I think if, if you're, you're a homeless smoking, person yeah. and you don't have spend, I mean, like, just think about it. If you're a homeless person, like, right? Like, what? You're going to save up money? What? $10? <laughs> let's say $100 you earn a day by begging or however you earn it. And how? What? In, what? 300 million years you might be able to buy a house? I mean, are you crazy? And then if you don't do, like, it's when you talk about rationality. In that situation, if you don't do drugs to stay warm and... may just sleep for a couple of hours before the next nightmare starts all over again it's completely rational i mean if yeah. you don't do drugs you're crazy like if you save up money and i don't know that's the much more exceptional case mm-hmm. not that that's bad of course it's good yeah. if they can but exactly judgment and, and i'm not saying have, like yeah. if you have money you should just shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly and i'm not saying <laughs> that they should people, be yeah. and i'm not saying that they should just be homeless people Um, everywhere of course that would be an issue but the issue is for these poor people and why is there the are there so many empty buildings and, and yeah. why are there why are there so many people that end up in homelessness that's the issue not you who is not homeless i mean you know it's just an example of people making problems in their heads you know it's just i've been to some cities who have 
so many homeless people i mean it never ever bothered me in one bit except the part where you know you walk and you might feel you know and sad about the situation or something like that but i don't know what kind of experiences other people have maybe there are some contexts yeah, that i'm not way, taking into consideration no, no, maybe again, anna casperians I, <laughs> i mean look it's very clear that uh when you pass homeless like yeah you're feel bad oh i live in a nation country community that allows this that's the norm like yeah who, that's who the normal passes, reaction <laughs> yeah who goes by homeless person oh this motherfucker ruining my street view yeah. or anyways i don't get this yeah. i really i don't get it but apparently though it's a common thing yeah, yeah. it's a common feeling towards migrants towards um yeah it's i don't know it's yeah and i mean i'm not saying all situations maybe some situations something some area it might get bad but then again the feeling is more more towards them you know because that means it's like extra bad for them you know so like let's say if there's somewhere yeah, where the there's like a lot of homeless people in a small small area you could imagine that even creates problems for them really you know i can just so i mean I'm not dismissing that there can be some problems here no, and there's small there ones, but just a, the overall mentality over it like just baffles me. But I guess it shouldn't. Yeah, if there is crime, violence, if there is a, a unhygienic due to overpopulation, whatever. If there is a large segment of homeless people who have, I don't know, used to be financiers, but gambled all their money in las vegas i of course i don't have seen but that's not the case yeah exactly like, those are not real reality. yeah exactly the reality is <laughs> yeah often not these things reality that we make is just up. some poor guy who's worked yeah. his whole life probably lost it in some kind of crash and now he's living on the streets and yeah. you're upset that it's like, oh no, i mean it's crazy or develop some kind of sickness some oh, kind but, of addict who knows any it can be a host of reasons And some people, and then, of course, are born into it even. I mean, when you see in some countries. Yeah, most people who are poor, I guess. But uh, homeless, I don't know. But it's interesting though, man. Push is, I feel like push is coming to show as in so much homelessness. You see pretty much everywhere now, even in Europe. It's ridiculous, like especially, you know, after Syria and all that. I mean, it's ludicrous. And all these empty buildings. I mean, it's just like at some point, something's yeah. got to give. And if they do, like they can't allow the housing market to stop growing, not mm. forget about crashing and stop growing because that's pretty much everything they have now. That's all economy is to many countries. Yeah. I mean, put aside oil, gas, arms. The rest is just construction. Mm. So I don't know what the fuck is going to happen, but I'm scared. Yeah, but I mean, has homelessness increased though like i mean my whole my whole life i've been seeing it um everywhere so i mean uh, from um, anecdotally i feel yes mm-hmm. yeah, Anecdot- I, i don't know about home necessary homelessness or maybe i'm just putting homeless and beggars in one like in turkey in iran in europe i would definitely say comp- like yeah it for increased sure. and friends in la san francisco tell they're very upset about the whole are they were a year two years ago yeah i mean yeah you hear talking about so maybe in those areas there weren't um that many yeah because i mean you know whenever i travel to europe in some places i see there are more homeless people But, than, no i don't know any cities than the city i live in but then i think about bigger cities that i've been to since i was a kid and there i don't know if there are more or it's always been like that yeah i don't know 
There right. is a look. You do see more big beggars and homeless people in richer areas because they obviously come to richer areas because these this is where money is. So they yeah, got, like you don't go to you know Harlem <laughs> yeah. like you know what I mean. Like it's so that you do. There is more visibility at least I think during the day. Perhaps, perhaps. But okay. But anyway, give let's give some of the fucking houses to the people. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Go cut, just rip us off on taxes on anything. Just at least give fucking people shelter, yeah. you assholes. And there's always Whatever. enough money. I mean, yeah, exactly. There is enough money to go around for everything at, at a state level in most in a lot of countries. There is more than enough money to have you know coke parties and orgies <laughs> with Mitch McConnell and you know yeah. all those great and powerful people. Just give us just some shelter, please. Yeah, and a lot more. And I guess if there are more people falling into homelessness, and then you have to see like what are the contributing factors and address those in the medium to long term as well. Largely expensive homes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big reason or people losing their jobs. I mean, you see so many stories, and there are some people who even have jobs, and you see those people who sleep in their cars and like parking lots and Walmart and all this, and you know, even the house can be very expensive here, uh... in some places, like. I lived in Toronto before, and now I live in Switzerland. And and here you get the pay is much higher, but I feel like the the price of I would love if someone really compares and puts them in a relative figure. It's it's so much higher in North America, and so I can really see how people who still work they they can struggle that much. No, yeah, and uh, I don't know, but I've heard mortgages have you know they, it's become harder and harder mm. to pay mortgages, not just. It's just it requires more and more of your own finance. Yeah, it's tough. Okay, let's move on to our last story. So, weirdest video. Can, I don't know if you can call the story. So we saw this through Kyle, and Kyle said he hasn't seen the whole podcast. We definitely haven't seen the whole podcast. And Kyle kind of uh, speculated that this probably came up when and they talked about what his name. What's his name? Dave so, Rubin. Dave Rubin. You know, he's receiving backlash because he's going to be. Uh, having a kid with his partner or something so perhaps that is why but whatever the reason is this guest of his whose name is Ali Siddiq who's a <laughs> who's who's a comedian he apparently struggles I mean would it's you say he's basic. homophobic I mean he is right I, I I don't know if he raises. It feels like he's just homo ignorant. What? What do you mean? <laughs> like, yeah, he says like how. Can... I swear to God, you know, it yeah. reminded me of when I was six. When I first, I think I was six or seven when I watched Lion King, and my dad told me Elton John was gay, and I was like, what? <laughs> what with a man? With what do you mean with a man in a has? Yes. What? <laughs> well, maybe I guess you're making his point or something. No, I'm joking because he kept on saying like, you know, how can I, his main point was like, how can I explain to my son that two men had a kid? And, I oh, no, no, sorry. He is, no, no, dad. no, never, <laughs> never mind. He is, no, no, Sam, I think he is, no, no, no. I think it's fair to say is homophobic and I'll tell you exactly why. He said he that, yeah, it, no, no, no. He said that, any kid who's a parent whose parents are two men will end up messed up did he and say that yes and that's where joe Shit. rogan came up with the example he was like well my neighbors right, in california right. had uh, there were two men their partners and they adopted the kid and the kid sorry they, they had a kid through a surrogate and the kid looked 
as completely good and normal as you ask me. So I think it's that. And then the guy like kept on bringing dogs. Joking about he was like, yeah, yeah, that was the weirdest. uh, Even like, let's put aside his point, which is completely (laughs) stupid, and. Uh, yeah, oh, he said something like, yeah, don't tell me that's normal to men yeah. having like, and what do you mean? That, what's normal? Which like, which mom and dad? Were, yeah. I mean, this ridiculous idea of normal. Anyway, but yeah, this analogy was that what happens if my son goes out and sees two male dogs yeah. and there is a puppy <laughs> and he comes out and says, why there is a puppy? And no, I didn't. But I, my question with my dad wasn't like, why Elton John, there is a, like a boy with him. And, yeah. and, like that, like I could imagine scenarios in which two men and a, a small child can be together, like their uncles yeah. or something, you know, they, like it was the whole, the other parts that was there. But and, he seems to think yeah. if a child goes out and sees three male dogs, <laughs> one being a puppy is yeah. automatic. What is going on? I mean, what happened to the family? Man? Exactly. <laughs> a, that is messed up. And B, yeah, you might have to tell your kid because what? kids don't know anything, right? Kids don't know how yeah, exactly. babies are made in the quote-unquote natural way. They, they don't know anything. So he's like, how would I explain that to my kid? I was like, I don't know how you would explain anything to your kid based Bees on the past birds, two minutes. Right? That- that i've seen oh oh the guy i thought you were asking generally to be honest i'm not sure he should be allowed to really explain anything but let's let's leave the whole philosophy stuff to school yeah okay yeah you just provide a house and don't beat your kid and make sure they have food and just love and money yeah when they ask questions Tell them Google or your teacher. Google it, please. <laughs> YouTube is also a good source. Because if you're struggling with that, I'm sure other questions <laughs> will yeah, arise. I, I, and... By the way, even even though I knew about like gay people when I was like six or seven, whenever fucking Lion King came, Lion King helped me to open up. <laughs> but uh, like I didn't know what was like sex probably until ten or something. I don't yeah. know. I don't ten, eleven or something. And you know, I I generally used to think like um, religious. Uh, clerics they're like magicians because they <laughs> sort of you know read something and then people have but yeah. you know like just yeah kids don't understand don't and what kind of kid sees two dogs and just and exactly, daddy daddy like i said so many dogs on, daddy, daddy. <laughs> some dogs it's obvious to tell when they're male you know it's like a big dog and like his balls and you got from like five meters away That's but true. sometimes you can't even tell so yeah, you he should be lucky he seems to have a curious son <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> some decent questions but doesn't get the right answers unfortunately Daddy, I checked. Two of the dogs have penises. Yeah. <laughs> What's I examined them right now. The, the son like, is there with a notebook. No, he, he, the weird thing is he could have made the same scenario. I find it difficult when he's 12 to talk about him, to tell him about how two men also, when there is no... I mean, you could do yeah. the, you know, your usual conservative thing, but going with this weird example yeah. of dogs... Yeah. And he did say, and he clearly said they all turn out, they're going to turn out messed up no matter what, which is just like, that's really fucked up. Fucked up. It's so easy to like um, 
facts be proven yeah disproven and yeah joe rogan did a did a good as, job by and the way as opposed to who's not messed up as yeah. who are these normal great the great people who came exactly. up like our, our, yeah. our great parents generation with yeah. world war one or the or the ones after that world war two where they yeah. were like killing anybody who looked as slightly different from their village or something like, or the off. or the men and women couple who you know who do a horrible job uh, raising their kids you know they're countless examples i'm sure he can he can think of some but then this other thing that he also said and i mean i guess i don't know if my counterpoint is fair but perhaps it is a, it's not a counterpoint but it's really like exactly what it says because he goes and says you know if you can't make it something yourself you shouldn't have it or something right so like he, he says what? something because he says you know if you can't just make a kid you know naturally like you shouldn't have one right he's like if you can't Like just go on if a man and this because man oh when go, oh when yeah. yeah when Joe Rogan is explaining that they Dave yeah. Rubin and his partner put it in somebody else or like and he gives some no he gives his neighbors example the oh neighbor Dave Rubin neighbor. never yeah, comes up neighbor. and he's like well yeah. I think if you can't make something yourself you shouldn't do it oh. well a they did make it themselves because they went and found a way <laughs> and made the woman and b like what if you applied that to everything or oh, if you can't build a car yourself you can't drive it i mean i don't know if that's a far stretch but you, oh, no, if you no, can't build a yeah. house you can't live in a house <laughs> if you can't it's, grow your own food you can't eat it i mean i know it's, it's a, bit a very different, perhaps, it's a super but... anarchist take position but he's yeah. taking it and i hope Man, damn, that guy to... said all that messed up stuff in like three minutes <laughs> yeah no i just remembered in. i just remembered what he's also yet this weird like when jorgen was explaining that they did it once and the lady developed feelings for the baby yeah. and she kept it and he was like yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah. right like, yeah as if that's like a confirmation of like oh motherhood yeah i mean that doesn't uh, prove yeah. anything nobody said that mothers don't get attached don't to dev- them or yeah yeah uh, maybe it has mothers or carriers yeah i mean of course that there doesn't, again, you know that doesn't yeah it's... prove or disprove anything in this context maybe in a yeah, different argument as if like yeah <laughs> i did i mean not by i i would make the argument that from what i've seen from dave rubin that's why i've been a big like a proponent of a like sort of licensing or some form of system like not mm-hmm. not any anybody should have a child i genuinely believe that like somebody who's barely you know just somebody that's disgusting maybe you know i don't know maybe we should have a way to sort of um uh, sifting yeah. them out but because the gayness is not one of the questions <laughs> no, that's Fuck for off. sure <laughs> yeah. but listen like to mad, this madness general <laughs> violence you know that type of thing not you know yeah no, normal behavior i see what you're saying but listen to this i mean Yeah, maybe people shouldn't be going to his comedy shows too much because apparently, Siddi- I'm reading off uh, Wikipedia. I was Siddiqu- so disappointed that I thought he was a musician. And yeah, again, for- like with musician, you can enjoy the aesthetics without like connecting it, I feel. But with comedians, unless they are one of those joke like Jimmy Carr, just one-liner types, it's hard, man. It's, Sam, uh, it's listen to what I'm going to say right now. This like ad- This adds to what you're saying and makes it worse. Oh, so nice. from Wikipedia... Siddiq's stand-up comedy tends to be in the story te- storytelling style versus the more common setup punchline style. Siddiq's sets involve stories from his personal life as well as his observations on current events, 
current events, sorry, race and politics. So, <laughs> oh my God, I, I mean, after his comments on this issue, I really don't want to yeah, share what, what his comments on politics. I, I would say I'm generally more fan of a storytelling mm-hmm. type though, like, you know, Bill Bear, but when they do it in a, like, Bill, like you definitely read Bill Bear, Ricky Gervais, that type of people, you know, first of all, half of the stories are a lie <laughs> and they are exaggerating and, and it's for the fun. It's not to yeah. make a point. He feels like somebody who wants to make a point. I hate comedians who want to make a point. I you mean, in that clip he wanted to make. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I was that's Joe unfair. Rogan that's podcast. unfair. Yeah, there he was on yeah. Joe Rogan podcast. You're right. Yeah, we should see his comedy. But uh, but uh, very surprising to me that I was I would have been far harsher. Like his reaction, as you said, and I forgot that he said they're messed up thing. Yeah, yeah no, but, but Joe, Rogan like Joe Rogan countered it. I mean, but you know, he also these it things. With an anecdotal example, but, and I and it, I feel like he should have like I don't know. But, yeah. but I mean, sometimes I you're I mean, so caught off guard, man. You're talking to this guy, and he was, you know, yeah, he was laughing think, his ass off. So it was clear. You think that's gonna know. come out of someone's mouth? You're like, what? Yeah, exactly. You're in the <laughs> you're in the situation, and you don't want to. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah, it's like, what you're the right. hell are you gonna say? But <laughs> imagine if Willa Smith was there, and he also had a gay adopted child or something. I don't know. <laughs> he slapped the shit out. True. <laughs> True. Yeah, I have a feeling his his shows like won't go up. Ali Siddiq's show. If this if this um, if this clip surfaces, like his stand up comedy shows aren't going to be sold out, or like the prices will not increase because you know like Chris Rock got of course a boost. You were telling me from that, and that makes sense. But I feel like this guy, if that no, clip he, circulates widely, I think he might. There is a good chance he might lose a couple of. <laughs> I, I I I doubt his audience are probably. He I assume. I don't know because he's a successful stand-up comedian. I assume he has sort of cultivated yeah. a specific type of audience. Yeah, and he wasn't a young guy. He he's yeah, exactly. Pedia doesn't know if he's 48 or 49, but he's, he's one a, of them. Got a child, and he doesn't yeah. feel like yeah, he's not up and coming. So uh, yeah, I doubt he loses or gains many. Followers. I mean, yeah, perhaps, and he was, and who knows how the rest of the podcast went. But okay, all right, that was fun, think- Sam. We are like shallow for just you know commenting on other people's work, even no. in a very limited extent. Not even like even bothering no. to fool their show. No. Did we not bring anything no. original today? We sometimes bring some original content. No, you're right. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> But anyway, Who this was a fun one. I mean, there were a lot of fun stories today. We didn't even we barely talked about Russia, Ukraine, except through. Sean, Sean Penn, and then we kind of regret and take back everything that we said. <laughs> we love you, Sean Penn. <laughs> we take no position on, take no- <laughs> on anything that Sean Penn uh, before discussing the show. <laughs> yeah, all the uh, best to all these people all the working at the show. Oscar, man. They're like, what the hell did we sign up for? <laughs> But all the people working in the Oscar are in like, uh, what's it called? They're in programs, uh, identity, you know, they, they, they are in different places across the country. FBI, witness protection. Yeah, with this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sean, yeah. Penn. Sean Penn is off the grid. You have to get out. You have to get out of the city. <laughs> Seriously, man. He's coming. 
those guys, the management must be scratching their head. They're like, what just yeah, happened yeah. this past this week? Year was, <laughs> like this year was the most like, because they even went for some of the safest, more mainstreamy suburban movies mm. and they got somebody <laughs> slapping someone, somebody threatening to melt his Oscar unless they allow a foreign leader to... <laughs> what? <laughs> what is going on? We just wanted to have a celebration for movies. <laughs> I just wanted to get drunk and ask people where they got their dress <laughs> seriously like let's just go back everything has its place okay like <laughs> even if it, yeah all right let's wrap this up thank you everybody for watching please like and subscribe and of course more importantly leave your comments questions criticisms everything else down below we'll make sure to get to them if not we'll see you in our next video thank you don't share this with Sean Penn or <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> associates. <laughs> it's a